0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of It's Not Easy Podcast. I am Marissa, and it's just me today. Um, I think this is our first ever solo episode, but it should be super fun. Um, Joanna and I are both turning 25 this year, and we thought it would be really fun to each do a solo episode, kind of honor around our birthdays, um, and cover 25 things that we've learned in 25 years. Um, So this is actually the eve of my 25th birthday. I turn 25 tomorrow. That's when this episode will be live. Um, And I just feel like since we've had this idea, I've been jotting down just kind of anything that I've thought of over the last couple of months that I would maybe want to say in this. Um, So it should be really fun. But overall, some of these are fun. Some of these are silly. Some are a little more serious or sappy, but I really do feel like, and I don't know if it's just because you feel like you need to like have some great realization when you're turning 25 or nearing 25 but i actually have felt over the last couple of months that i just like feel different like i feel either more mature or i feel like i don't know it's like i feel like my brain just has finally developed i know like that's like the big joke of of the whole thing but i just genuinely do feel like i have a different way of thinking about a lot of things and I just feel like I don't dwell on things the way that I used to or I don't know I feel like I'm just growing up and maturing and learning things you know so I'm going to share a little bit of that wisdom with you all today and I hope you enjoy so let's just go ahead and get right on into it um so the first thing I wrote on my list is It's okay to let go of friendships that no longer serve you or make you feel like your best self. And that's something that I feel like I have been processing mentally for like a very long time. Um, I just feel like looking around me now, like I am super lucky that I have an incredible group of friends. Just people that I absolutely adore and love spending time with. And they're just like literally the best people. Um, But it's a completely different circle of friends than I had You know, maybe when I was in high school or just, you know, in the past. And it's just, it's one of those things that feels kind of hard because it's hard to imagine. Like, I look back on my childhood, basically, and I have all these incredible memories with people that I, like, don't even talk to anymore. And I feel like sometimes that weighs on me a lot um, of just, it's hard for me to, like, reminisce on, like, my favorite memories from my childhood when I don't even talk to the people that were involved in them. And that's, like, sad, but also just, I think, part of growing up and a growing pain that I've kind of struggled with, honestly, for the last seven or eight years. Um, But sometimes you just have to remember that, you know, your friendships and relationships in general are always going to evolve and change over time. Um, And sometimes it's okay. Like, anyone who might be holding you back from growing or being the best version of yourself is probably not an amazing friend for you to have going forward or just the concept of growing apart being super normal and it doesn't have to be like some big tragedy or friendship fight it's just like sometimes you can let people go with like sending love out into the universe or whatever it may be and just kind of like move on but it definitely is hard so if any of you are struggling with that just know that it's really normal and relationships are going to change and friendships are going to change and that's okay um but yeah that's definitely the first one that's something I think about a lot Um, and then the second thing I've learned in 25 years is that not everyone is going to like you and that's okay. Um, I feel like I definitely have some like toxic people pleasing, um, tendencies and you know, it's just something I'm always working on. But I think when I finally accepted that, like, you know, not everyone's going to like me and that's totally fine because enough people do that I am happy and content and the people who don't like me, I tend to not really like either. So, you know, it's fine. Um... But all in all, just to stop wasting time and energy on trying to convert the opinions of others unless it would like actually impact your life in some way. So like, obviously you want like people you work for or work with to like you. Like, I think that that totally makes sense, but I don't know. Not everyone needs to like you and not everyone is going to, and that's okay. The third thing I have on my list is that you have to be your own best friend first before you can be a good friend to others. And I think the same goes for like a relationship standpoint, um with like loving yourself before you can love others but I think the friendship aspect is something I never have really heard um I just feel like you have to be able to like hype yourself up or spend time with yourself I don't know I just think you have to be like kind to yourself so you can be like a really good friend to other people also um and yeah number four is that education and learning is just so important like I I just think it's really important to be a lifelong learner whether that's like reading books to expand either creative thinking or you know your creative thinking skills vocabulary um deep diving on the internet things that you're just like randomly interested in um knowing more about like I am oftentimes researching like just going down rabbit holes when I'm watching a movie of like, oh, what else is this actor or actress in? And like literally reading about their whole life story or reading about some like niche historical event that I heard of and like want to know more about. I don't know. It doesn't have to be anything major, but I think whether it's like formal schooling or not, it's just good to keep learning and, you know, using and challenging your mind, whether that's like doing puzzles or like I said, just going on deep dives on the internet. But I don't know. I think it's fun just to continuously learn. Throughout your life. Um, and that's just something that I found to be super, super important to me is just like allowing myself the room to be creative or be curious, I guess, and continuously learn new things. Um, okay, number five is to just like be around and present and engaged for all of like life's moments. So I think specifically here, just like with your loved ones, so friends and family, just like being around for their moments, like go to their birthday dinners and you know just like don't miss those really big events that they'll remember you being at I guess and it's just like always fun to be around um not that I ever really like miss out on things but I just always am so happy and like feel so fulfilled I suppose after um like going to a friend's birthday dinner or anything like that it's just like those special moments. Like I know how much it means to me when people are there for my moments. So I know it's just like nice to go to everyone else's too. I think it just means a lot to the people who are, you know, the center of attention at an event. (laughs) Um, Number six is to invest in your mind and body. And that's just basically like finding any way that you like to move or be active and just keep doing those things. So if you really like yoga, you know, find your favorite yoga place. Or if you want to just like learn how to do yoga at home like find a YouTube video or YouTuber that you really like I think it's just important to keep using It's it kind of goes back to the education and learning one I had on here but I've just realized that using your mind and your body continuously like I feel like that's the best way to keep them like sharp and active I guess I just I don't know I never want to like lose the ability to like go on a long walk or whatever it may be so it's just kind of like Exercising your mind and body and finding the ways you like to do that. Number seven, um, this is something I've definitely learned in the last couple of years, but it's to if you can, just buy the nice version of something. So I feel like so often we are like bargain hunters and we want to find like, oh I found the best deal on this thing. And I feel like that's applicable in a lot of scenarios, but I think that sometimes it's like if you're gonna get like a crappy version of something just because it's cheaper and then you're gonna have to replace it 500 times it's like just get the more expensive version if you are able and then you don't have to replace it and then it's just like you have high quality items that last and again that's like an if you can and it really depends on the thing but for me it's been like cookware so instead of buying like a shitty $20 pan somewhere just because I needed one like I've invested in really good like cookware and bakeware so that I have like a one-stop shop item for like a couple of things that I, or for basically everything that I need to do. And it's super helpful. So that's something I've definitely learned is just go for quality if you are able to, um, it's just going to help your things last longer. And then you won't have to constantly be like annoyed that your pan doesn't like work anymore or just anything like that. Um, the next one I have on my list, this is number eight is that you can be replaced easily. And I think that goes for a variety of scenarios, but this is a lesson I really just kind of couldn't get out of my mind um, over the last like year. So I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I actually lost somebody um, within the last year who I um, really looked up to, was an amazing mentor to me, just somebody that I really, really admired. Um, And it was at work um and basically it makes sense because like a business is a business and like obviously like people have to fill roles but there's something about like how quickly the position was filled after they passed away and it's like I see both sides like it makes sense like a job needs to be done whatever but I think being so close to it and seeing how quickly this person that you know so many of us looked up to and just absolutely adored was just there was just now someone else in their role. It just, I don't know, it really weighed on me for a while and just made me reflect on the fact that you can be replaced super easily. And I think because of that, you have to refocus your energy on, you know, what actually matters in life. Um, so it's just remembering that, you know, you need to be present for things and um, just take the moments that you need with your loved ones. And I don't know, most, what I'm trying to say is that it it has steered me away from wanting to be a workaholic. Um, Just seeing someone who worked so hard be replaced that easily um, or that quickly, I suppose, it just, I don't know, it really kind of changed my thinking on a lot of things with work-life balance and um, just the workaholic nature that I think we oftentimes have um, in the U.S., but I'm honestly trying not to get choked up saying all of this, but that's what I'll say there is that you can be replaced really easily. So just refocus on like what your priorities are and like what areas of your life really deserve like your full-fledged like emotional attention. Um, This isn't to say like slack off at your job by any means, but just a job is a job and I think you can be amazing at it, but then also go home and turn it off. And I think that over the past year, I've tried really hard to do that. Um, like, you know, take notifications off my phone so that I don't get work notifications when I'm not working and just really trying to rebalance that because, you know, you can be replaced easily. So you have to take care of yourself because you could slave over a job and then it's like, it, you know, you could get laid off or just, I don't know, a variety of things could happen. And I just, it's just something I've been thinking about for the last year. Um, and something I wanted to put on this list. Um okay, number eight, this is funny, and if you know me well, you know that this is very much something that I love. Um, and it's nobody will change my mind. Gossip is good for you. I'm sorry, like you're not gonna change my mind. Harmless gossip is literally the best thing on the planet. Um Gossip strengthens my bones like calcium like there's not just not much else to say. I think that it genuinely is my favorite thing and it's never in a way that's like damaging anyone's life or anything like that i just think there is literally nothing better than sitting down with your friends family loved ones anybody and gossiping it doesn't matter what it is work gossip um hometown gossip you know what are the locals up to it doesn't matter. I'm not ruining anybody's life. I'm not impacting anyone's life. I'm just discussing, you know, current events. It's like my personal news. That's the news I care about. What's everyone else up to? You know what I mean? Um, also, I have this theory and it's that the only reason we know any history is because of gossip. Like, it's just people sharing stories. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. You'll never change my mind. Gossip is good. Number 10 is that you can learn from anyone at any age. And I think that years of experience don't always mean like more wisdom or anything like that. So that's just something I've really learned the past couple of years is that reverse mentoring is like very much a thing. Um, I even think about like anyone helping their parents with like new technology or something. It's like, you can literally learn from anybody. You could learn a life lesson from a toddler you're babysitting. Like, I just think it's important to remember that everyone has different life experiences and everyone has different things to bring to any conversation or group um and you can literally learn from anyone and don't feel like you don't know enough to be able to impact others if you feel you have like a lack of experience in any area or whatever it may be um i think that we can all learn from each other and continue to learn from each other at any age number 11 we are flying through this list um Number 11 is that I honestly, like, I feel like I cry every time I think about this, so we'll see if I can get through it, but something I've learned a lot just in the last couple years, and especially, I think, after graduating college is that um, your parents are growing up every day, too, and I don't know why I'm crying. I just, like, love my parents so much, but um, I think just remembering that they're also, like, growing and changing and, like, going through different stages of life just like you are. And I think it's just important to remember that, like, they're people, too, and they're going through their own things. Um, And I think just, like, acknowledging that can be really special and help you, like, I don't know, just, like, be part of their struggles, too. Like, there are things that, you know, have happened in my parents' lives the last couple years. Like, obviously nothing major. Like, they're totally fine and healthy, but... Like, it, it's so special to me when my parents feel comfortable to, like, talk to me about things that they're going through and, like, they want my advice or they want to, like, use me as a sounding board. And it's just, like, so special to have that relationship. Because um, I think sometimes it's just helpful to remember that, like, they're real people too. They're not just, like, these all-powerful, like, um beings that, like, know everything and that you're, like, stupid. And, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's just so special um, to remember that sometimes. Um, and that's just been something really, really special to learn over the last couple of years is just remembering that, you know, they're, they're growing up too, and they're learning new things too, and, um, navigating life still. So I don't know. It's really special to be part of that now that I'm like an adult and they don't have to like parent me as much. (laughs) That got me. Okay. I told you guys, some of these are sappy. Um, Okay number 12 is this is actually something that i learned from alex it's like something that he always says and i just thought it would be really fun to put on here you know things i've learned in the last 25 years um but it's that you should if possible again this is kind of similar to the one of like just buying the nice version so you don't have to replace it but it's just saying if possible invest in things that keep you off the ground so that's like mattresses shoes tires for your car anything like that um so it's like always kind of a funny thing that he says but it totally makes sense is like invest in the things that like separate you from the ground so like your bedding like having a nice mattress having a nice pillow having like better quality shoes just so that they're like comfortable on your feet I just feel like those are really important things um to invest in I'm like still sniffling oh my god um but I think that those are just great things to invest in if you can um number 13 is a big one and I have felt this way for years but I just think it's like one of the best things to be aware of I suppose and it's that it's okay to change your mind and you probably should um if I felt and you know had the same thoughts on anything as I did when I was like 18 like I would be low-key the worst like not even the worst, but just, like, I think that it is so important to continuously, like, question your own beliefs, because it'll help you either, A, reinforce the ones that you feel really strongly about and just feel, you know, authentic to who you are, or it'll help you just kind of refocus and recenter, like, how do I actually feel about this? It doesn't have to be anything big, it's just, like, little things, it's like even if there's like some trend, if it's like, you know, when straight leg jeans came back in, at first I was like, I don't know how I feel about it, but like they're cute. And now I, you wouldn't catch me dead in a skinny jean. So it's just like at any level of, you know, a serious topic or like a little fashion choice, I just think it's really important to continuously question your own beliefs and your own opinions. And that And just knowing it's okay to change your mind and like you probably should continuously change your mind and evolve for the years because that's just how we become better people um all around in any any particular way but yeah it's okay to change your mind and I stand firmly by that and you probably should change your mind because you don't want to be the same person you were however many years ago because then you're just not evolving or growing or developing as a human and I feel like that is kind of a weakness if you're not able to do that. Okay. The 14th thing on the list is to learn how to enjoy alone time. And that is something that I struggle with just because I am pretty easily bored. Um, I feel like I always just like need something to do. I always want to go do something with people, whatever it may be. And I'm trying to get better at enjoying my alone time because I think that can be really regenerative when I'm kind of, like, in a slump or just feeling really overwhelmed. Um, So I think that learning how to enjoy alone time has been a huge help for me and just, like, finding a couple of little activities that are kind of my go-to. So for me, spending alone time, I like to either go grocery shopping or go to Trader Joe's if I want to make it a little more fun or um, grabbing a coffee at, like, a local coffee shop or going to a yoga class by myself or um Just like running little errands and things. And that's kind of the way that I enjoy spending time alone. But you just have to find what works for you. And I think it's a really, really special time that you can just kind of fill your head with whatever thoughts. And I don't know, just make yourself um, recharge on your own, I suppose. Number 15 of things I've learned in the last 25 years is to not let your hobbies and dreams die just because you're getting older. So the verbiage of that is very dramatic, but I think that that's so true. If there is anything that you like and have liked as a kid, like keep doing it if you're able to. Um, so for me, I thought that I was never going to dance again after graduating college. thought that that chapter hall was closed, and I think partially that's because I didn't know there were opportunities for me to continue dancing into adulthood and I also just kind of left it and ended my college dance career on not a negative note but on a note where I was kind of just like I think I'm done like I feel like I've experienced enough trauma from the dance world that I'm just like good I'm good to go and just move on from that but throughout you know the pandemic and lockdown I became super obsessed with competitive dance again and I you know, would watch Project Twenty One at competitions and just like be so obsessed with their choreography and all of their dances and their routines and just getting to know like all of their dancers from like social media, which honestly sounds like so creepy, but they're just so good. And then just you know, looking at other studios' works and all of their pieces that they would take to competitions every year, and I was just like so hooked. And I was like, I miss that world, but again, thought there was like no way for me to be in it, so I just kind of enjoyed it from afar. Um, And then this eventually led to, you know, me starting to take some adult classes at the studio that I go to and teach at now. And now, like I said, I teach adult classes. I'm going to teach youth classes next year and I'm helping with the competition team. And um, I'm just really excited. And we, you know, we started a dance company. um, So I feel like dance is like such a big part of my life again. And it's been so special because... It's really, like, genuinely what I love to do, and I love teaching, and I love, you know, being able to mentor in some way and just, like, be a positive role model for people, especially younger dancers, because, like I said, like, anyone who's grown up in the competitive dance world will tell you that it's, like, a little bit traumatic in one way or another, and I'm, I don't know, I'm just so happy to be part of it again and to be part of, you know, just an adult dance company and getting to dance with people my age who have a variety of different experiences in the dance and just all kinds of things so all that to say don't let your hobbies and dreams die because you're getting older because if there's still a way to do it what you love I think that you should and it like genuinely makes my week so much better that I get to go to a studio and teach and take class and just dance and not be on my phone for hours at a time because I'm in class. Like it's, it's incredible. Um, but it's, it can be anything. Like if you love a certain sport, like find a coaching opportunity, just, I don't know. I feel like there are ways to stay connected to things that you love. And it's been super, super helpful for me, um, transitioning into, you know, my real adulthood, I guess, like post-college. Um, so that's just a big lesson I've learned is to, you know, really fight for the things that matter to you. Number 16 is that people probably don't give a fuck about what you're doing. Um, and I'm laughing as I say that because I just think it's so true. I think I always am so wrapped up in like what other people think about me or like do people think my outfit is weird? Not that I literally wear anything crazy, but you know what I mean? I just feel like I always used to be so worried about like if people would like my outfit or if like people thought my hair was cute or like just cared about literally anything I was doing. And realistically, everyone is so worried about themselves that they do not care about you. Um, and if they do like whatever, but I think just something that I've really learned is nobody cares. Just do whatever, you know, you're good. Okay. Next one. This is number 17 and this is something Joanna and I talk about all the time. Um, But I really think it's so true and it's really something that I've learned over the last 25 years. But if you have haters, that means you're doing something they wish they could. There's not really much else to say here, but if people hate you, they're probably jealous or yeah, I mean, they're probably just jealous and they wish that they had an opportunity that you have or just for whatever reason, they don't like you unless you are actually a horrible person they're just jealous and that's their problem and not yours. So I take it as a compliment personally. Um, Okay. Number 18 is find a way to make peace with the things that you don't like about yourself slash attempt to embrace them. And this is of course, easier said than done, but I feel like over the last few months, there are certain things about myself that I just have always like been really negative about or really just have never liked about myself and I've tried really hard to just be like can I do anything about this yes or no usually the answer is no and it's like okay I have to get over it then and again very much easier said than done but I think it's just like a combination of not dwelling on them or just like making it a positive or just making it neutral honestly like to be completely transparent, I hate my side profile. I hate how my nose looks. I always have. Would I get if I could like wake up magically tomorrow with a nose job, I'd be like absolutely sign me up. But the reality of me actually getting a nose job, I'm like I probably won't do it. So I like do I love my nose? No. Do I love how it looks? No. But I've tried to just make it like a neutral thing for me of just like, it is what it is. It works. I breathe through it and it's part of my face and like, it just is what it is. Also, there's a dance photo of me. (laughs) This is so random, but we did a performance with our dance company a couple months ago. And one of the pictures of me, like you can kind of see like how bumpy my nose is, I guess. And in the picture, though, I'm like, I kind of don't hate how it looks. Like, it kind of is giving, like, strong profile, even though normally I hate it. So I'm just like, you know what? In that picture, the nose is nosing. And that's rare. So I just dwell on that one photo that I like of it. And then otherwise, I'm just like, it's neutral. It's just a nose. I try not to, like, be negative about it anymore. But, again, it's easier said than done. So... Big thing is just if you can attempt to embrace things that you don't like about yourself that you can't change, I've found that it's very helpful. Um, okay, number 19 is to not take yourself too seriously. Um, personally, I just have found over the years that having fun always feels better to me than worrying about looking stupid. Um, and I think that's in a variety of ways, like, I sometimes feel like, I don't want to speak up in a certain room or just, like, people will think that whatever I have to say is, like, dumb or, like, just not care. And I think you just have to get over that in a way and just just not take yourself too seriously. Um, I don't know. I try and just, like, let myself be who I am. And then if I need to, like, reflect and edit later, like, I can. But anyway, just don't take yourself too seriously. It makes life a lot more fun. Um, and then going along with that, number 20 is like similar, but a little bit different. Um, it's just go easier on yourself. Um, I feel like in 25 years, you know, I've had plenty of bad moments and bad days. It's just, I think, a normal part of human existence. But I think the, the longer I've been alive, obviously, like over the years, it's like you have more and more bad days and every single time, like they eventually get better. Um, And it really does depend on the scenario. Like there's, you know, little bad things and big bad things and bad moments and, you know, bad spells, like longer periods of periods of time. But I don't know, the more you go through, like as sad as it is, it's like you kind of just gain perspective and continue to overcome things. Um, So just remembering to take it easy on myself and, you know, feel the feelings when I do and then just kind of go from there and know that eventually in a couple hours or a couple days or a couple weeks, I will probably feel a little bit better. Um, and then going along with that, these really are all flowing together, these couple. Um, so number 21 is to take careful note of what helps you heal or reset from a bad day or big emotions or just whatever it is. Um, and allow yourself to like heal or help yourself in whatever way works best for you. So this is really like such a personal thing. And, you know, to be very candid here and be vulnerable, for me, like, crying in the shower is what's going to make me feel better. So, if I'm, like, feeling just, like, absolute shiz, like, just feel like I have so much emotion bottled up or I'm really upset about something, like, I'm going to go take a shower and I'm going to sob in the shower. And, like, that usually is super cathartic and just, like, helps me feel so much better. Um So I know that that's like one of the things in my toolbox that I can use when I'm feeling like shit is to cry in the shower. So you just got to identify what helps you and just let yourself do whatever that is. As long as it's like healthy. I'm not, you know, that could open up a whole can of worms, but you know what I mean. Um, okay. Number 22 is that music is magic. Um, there is really nothing like listening to music, whatever kind you like, know, make playlists listen to throwbacks dance to the music that you made music videos with your friends too like for me I remember like is boom boom pow a good song not really by the black eyed peas however did I make music videos with my friends to that in fifth grade yes so when I'm like needing a nostalgic moment if that came on I'd be like hell yeah like I'm fist pumping you know what I mean I just feel like music can be so attached to memories and as someone who grew up dancing like whenever a song that I danced to came on I'm just like oh my god I danced to this like it's just like such a fun um piece that's tied to our memories um so I don't know I just love I just love music I think it can always make me feel better or it can make me feel whatever emotion I want to feel especially you know being a dancer it's fun to you know choreograph to different music and just listen to new music, talk about music with other people. I'm just such a fan and I think it can be so healing. That sounds so crunchy of me, but I just am obsessed with music and I I think it's so powerful. So just really embrace whatever music you like, make really good playlists and have playlists for different vibes, like a summer playlist or a I'm sad playlist, whatever you need. I have found that that is just the best thing to do to keep the vibes up. Number 23 is to kill them with kindness. And I wrote on my note, dash, enough, sad. This is just something my dad has always told me since I was a little kid. Um, and I just really stand by it. I think as I've grown up and matured and have, you know, conditioned myself to not just like lash out at people when they annoy me, um, is just killing people with kindness is really the best you can do. And you, like like I discussed way earlier in this episode, like not everyone's going to like you and like the same goes for you with other people. Like you're not gonna like everybody and that's okay. But if they are somebody that you have to see, whether it's like a friend of a friend or someone you work with or literally just any scenario that you have to be around somebody that you don't like, just be nice. You don't have to like know their whole life story. You don't have to like have lunch with them one-on-one, but it's like when you interact with them, just be nice like say as little as you have to but be nice and it's gonna just pay off for you in so many ways um but yeah like i wrote in here enough said we are rounding it out people um number 24 is that everyone is going through something and you may never know about it. I think this is really common, but I've just learned this lesson over and over. It's just like have a reasonable level of compassion for everyone, even if, again, you may not like this person or they're annoying you or whatever it might be. I try and like recenter myself and just be nice, which, you know, sometimes it's hard. But just remembering that, you know, I've had days where I'm having a horrible day for some reason but i'm like around people who don't know that and i don't need to tell them but it's like i'm not going to take it out on them so it's just remembering that some people don't react that same way and i don't know if someone's having a bad day it's probably for some reason that has nothing to do with you and just have at least a reasonable level of compassion for them because you could only hope the same from other people when you're not having a good day And then the last thing that I've learned in 25 years on this list is very basic, but I really believe that it is true. And it's just to trust your gut and intuition. It will rarely, rarely, rarely steer you wrong. Um, There have been very few times in my life that I have gone against my intuition and all of those times have been horrible. So if you have a bad feeling about something, run with it. You know what I mean? And if you're worried about it, and you're like, "Well, what if I'm missing an opportunity by not like going for this whatever it is, even though my gut is telling me not to you know ask ask for a trusted ask someone you trust for an opinion and be like, "Is this crazy? Not that you have to use what they say, but like sometimes you just need to be to have someone you trust as a sounding board for what you want to do next um, but I have really learned more than anything that your gut and your intuition will rarely store you wrong. So really just lean into that. Um, And it helps immensely. And that is 25 of many, but 25 that I wrote down of the things that I've learned in 25 years. Um, So I hope you all enjoyed this. Um, There are obviously a million other things that I've learned in my life and I just cannot believe I'm 25. It's crazy. I feel like I'm having like a a mini crisis, but you know, it is what it is. Aging is part of life, and I'm still extremely young and have hopefully a beautiful life ahead of me. And I'm just so thankful for all of you for listening to this, and I hope that it was helpful even a little bit to anyone. And again, apologies for um, my sniffling. It's a combination of seasonal allergies and the fact that. I am sappy and cried while filming this, filming while recording this, Um, but I will not keep you any longer and happy birthday to me. This comes out on my birthday, May 30th. Um, I hope you you all are having a fantastic week and that you had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend and I will see you next week back with Joanna. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to It's Not Easy podcast. We post new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following along. And please leave us a rating and share with your friends.
1: Bye!